With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, welcome to LettermanRoad.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast brought to you by Buyers Automotive. Today I'm going to be joined by Zach Carpenter. We're going to talk about Ohio State's two newest commitments and a brief look ahead at the week in San Antonio for the All-American game where I'll be uh, for the next uh, seven days. So let's get to it. Zach, uh, obviously it's a big win for Ohio State on Saturday uh, at the Rose Bowl, but they also surprised some folks, or or I think actually they were probably a little bit surprised as well. Uh, So we're going to talk first about Cedric Hawkins, briefly 2023 cornerback safety from uh, Titusville, Florida, Cocoa High School. It's a kid that actually camped at Ohio State in the summer. He, He pulled the trigger, committed to Ohio State in the first quarter uh, of the game on Saturday and I think surprised some people, but you know, the Buckeyes need defensive backs and this kid is a hitter. He's a good athlete uh, and a a player that clearly had a very good feeling about what he saw in Columbus during his uh, summer visit. Yeah. And I'm wondering if he was watching the game and had a good feeling about, wow, I could probably make a pretty quick impact there at Ohio State after watching the defense get shredded for, I think they're, yeah, they're down 14, nothing by the, by the time he committed. And when I was also kind of uh, laughing, I'm like, so did they, Ohio State know it was coming? Like, do you think they checked their their phones at halftime? Be like, oh, all right, well, I guess we got some reinforcements on the way. But he is it, – it definitely surprised, I think, most people. Um, and I know he looked uh, he looked pretty fluid, looked pretty solid at the at the camp in Columbus this summer. Um, he, he's a Florida – he's a, another Florida win for, for Ohio State. But you talk – we talk about the dangers of bringing in a low-ranked – uh, low-ranked national defensive back. I know they've done it the last three classes. With in 2020, it was Ryan Watts and Legend Cavazos, and 21, it was uh, Denzel Burke, who's worked out very, very well, and Andre Turntine and Jansen Dunn. And then the 22 class, uh, you had Kai Stokes and Ryan Turner. So we'll see eventually how if, if his evaluation right now is correct. I know he's tucked inside, just inside the 200 uh, top 200. I think it. 197 overall. Yeah. Um, what What do you make of those sorts of, I, I mean, the, this history of the last few cycles where they're taking low rank defensive backs? I don't know if it's just because defensive backs are harder to, so hard to evaluate at the high school level. It is, but it's also, you know, you're talking about Florida, you know, that this kid's a good athlete, you know, he can run, you know, he can, he likes to hit. Um, but then again, you're dealing with Florida and what does it mean when a kid from Florida commits a year ahead of time? Generally speaking, it's not going to turn out great for you at Ohio State a year down the road. But, you know, all in the last few months, Ryan Day's talked over and over about how he wants kids to commit to Ohio State that want to be Buckeyes. And clearly, this is a kid that wants to be a Buckeye. He, he's not someone that, um, you know, he has offers from Florida State. He has offers from Florida. He could have stayed home. But this is a kid that told me at the time that the offer from Ohio State was was game changing for him. Um and now it's about building a relationship. I, I think it's interesting because I don't think Ohio State was expecting him to commit. Um, and I don't know necessarily if that 
softens the commitment in any way, if it means that, you know, you're going to recruit him differently now than you had before. Um, either way, it, what we've learned about college football recruiting in the last couple of years and as we watch it is that every kid who's committed or not has to be recruited as though he's not. So, um, you know, yeah, that's, Cedric- that's something that Ohio State has sort of prided itself on. I know Mark Pantoni and Ryan Day have talked about it in the past. Like we we recruit our committed players as if they're uncommitted. But now I feel like it puts it puts double of an emphasis on that because of sort of the era we're in right now. Yeah, I mean, you you can't really uh, – I don't know. It's almost like it makes it easier to miss on players because if you do miss or they go elsewhere, the transfer portal's there, you can easily flip someone from another school. Uh, I don't want to sit here and, and, and act like I know a whole bunch about Sandra Hawkins because at this point I really don't. I know that I liked – his athleticism at the camp in June. Uh, I've, I've only spoken to him one time prior to that. Um, you know, he's going to actually be the next guest on Bermanology, so we'll get to know him a little bit better then. But it, it is an interesting time uh, for a kid to commit to the Buckeyes. Uh, but again, he wanted to be a Buckeye, and he is now commitment number three in the class of 2023. We're going to talk more about Cedric Hawkins as we get to know him better. Um, but for now, just understand for Ohio State fans that it's a, a top 200 ranked safety from Florida and uh, a really good athlete who wanted to be a Buckeye. And that brings us to Sunday's announcement of Amari Abor, uh, who just announced on uh, the Under Armour game that he was committing to Ohio State. And again, Zach, it just feels like weird, like he, especially because three days ago, Amari Abor was telling people, I'm taking visits. I want to visit Florida. I want to visit Texas. And uh, I know a lot of folks look at it and say, hey, why commit now if you know you're going to do that? And I, I don't really have a good answer for that. I mean, I, I, I think it's clear that Omari Abor really likes Ryan Day and really likes Larry Johnson. And I, I believe that he believes the best chance for him to develop as a person and to get away from the distractions of home is to pick Ohio State. But it, seems, it almost seems like he still wants those distractions because you could just put this whole thing to bed and say, I'm done. Yeah, and I know I'm sure people are going to roll my roll their eyes at this, but I don't really care because I do think that he's had this plan to commit publicly at the Under Armour All-America game January 2nd. It's been his plan for a while, and uh, these kids still want those big moments. It's nationally televised on ESPN when he's going to announce his commitment. So I, I think that I, I think he, does, he probably does want that spotlight. I mean, it's going to be a fun day for him. He's going to be able to celebrate while he's down there with a bunch of bunch of his uh, best friends that are on his on his team or on the other Under Armour All-America team. Um, and then it's the race to February to sign him then because yeah. he's been er- very upfront that he's going to be committed to a school, but and he's going to be committed to Ohio State, but he's not it, his recruitment's not necessarily over. Right. And he will take a visit to Florida, probably a visit to Texas, probably. But he can't visit Ohio State again. And that's where this gets really kind of confusing. Because I've said it on previous shows and I've written it on the Letterman Lounge on our forum. Sometimes I feel it seems like Omari Abor is waiting for someone else to 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 really show him the interest that Ohio State has. And I don't know if that's Texas or Texas A&M or, or LSU or Alabama. Um, so you want to celebrate every commitment, but at the same time, you you do understand these next couple of weeks. And thankfully, it's only a couple of weeks to have to do the, this little dance instead of a few months. But the relationships that Abor has with Larry Johnson and Ryan Day are very real. And, and the story that I wrote on, on Friday, the reason that this recruitment isn't over, and it, it wasn't hard to read between the lines where he said a coach could leave, a coach could go to the NFL. Like, 
I think he's hearing that a lot about Ohio State and Larry Johnson and all the rumors about him retiring or when that's going to happen, if it's this year, if it's next year, three years from now. Ryan Day heading off to the NFL. Those rumors, though, Day himself and his agency have put that to bed. Other coaches are still going to use it against Ohio State until there's an extension signed on his contract. So, I mean, how do you effectively celebrate the decision and, and be happy for Ohio State that, you know, a big time commitment from a kid they've recruited really hard um, without being honest and saying, hey, this, this is going to be a weird couple of weeks. Well, you you celebrate weirdly because even though you do have to kind of finish this fight, you guys have waited so long. You wait, you played that waiting game for so long for Kenyatta Jackson, especially Kaden Curry, and now Omari Abor. And I think that's why maybe it's a little bit of a relief, even though you still have kind of you still have pretty much you have like a, a lead in this race, but you yeah. still have a whole lap to go. And I wanted to gauge your thoughts because this is something you've written about. And I think it's something we kind of, we both agree on is it's kind of a dangerous game to play that waiting game at, especially at a position where you needed these guys, you needed uh, the numbers, you needed the star power. And Caden Curry was the highest priority commitment for over a year and a half. So do, do you think this was kind of a one-off cycle because of maybe all the different factors we've talked about before and uh, including that, Larry yeah, Johnson. I, I do think it's a, a, a more of a one-off, but it's also Larry Johnson's way. I mean, he recruits his guys. He finds guys that he really connects with. Omari Abor is one of them. And I think you look at it from the outside looking in and you're, man, this, this kid doesn't feel like he fits at Ohio State, all the, the, the game playing, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the relationship with Larry Johnson is what's motivated this entire thing from the start. Uh, and so you have to hope, I suppose, that – that at this juncture, that relationship carries on and is enough for him to understand that his opportunity in Columbus to get away from the distractions, the possibility, you know, it's, when you're close to home and you're at college and if you are a kid who maybe uh, is a little bit, I don't want to say immature, but, you know, you haven't lived a lot of your life. You don't know exactly what's out there. It's it's easier to get distracted when you're close to home and you got a bunch of people, you know, and people that are, you know, hanging on around you, especially as a big time football player. So I've had some thoughts about that. I don't want to cut you off, but I want to say my own thoughts on that is I've always been a very big proponent of of recruits doing that, of anybody in uh, anybody doing that is moving away from your comfort zone where you've kind of grown up your whole life because I lived in Illinois from when I was four years old. So I was 24. And like you said, there's a lot of distractions and there's, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, name, I mean, you can make a large list of distractions that are around you, especially when you're kind of not out of your comfort zone. So I, I moved to Connecticut where I didn't know anybody. I didn't have yeah. any friends or family or anything. And it kind of just, it got me away from some of those things and taught me a lot about myself and then moved to Columbus and, I was more a lot more prepared for the line of work I'm in now of covering Ohio State recruiting and getting to know more people and kind of just extending myself. So, yeah, I've I think that plays a part in this decision. I, I really do. I, I think this plays a big part in his decision. And the the hope for Ohio State over the next few weeks is that commitment number 19 sticks because he sees that. Um, but the pressure, the external pressure to stay close to home, the, the, the other schools are going to ramp things up over these next few weeks. And so you hope for Ohio State and for Omari Abor that that relationship is enough to withstand that. Um, there is, you know, I'm heading off to San Antonio on Monday and going to be in uh, Texas for the next seven days 
for the All-American game down there. Ohio State is going to have a very large contingent of commitments there. I think it's 11 different Ohio State commitments that will be there. And one decision upcoming next Saturday will be Hero Canoe. Um, We both fully expect that he's going to pick Ohio State. So you'll have coverage from me there in San Antonio. Zach will be handling the average, uh, the the stuff back at home and, and anything else that's going on. So we wanted to make sure we had a quick edition of Talking Stuff brought to you by Byers Auto just to catch up on the two latest commitments, Cedric Hawkins, class of 2023 defensive back, four-star defensive lineman Omari Abor in the class of 2022, who has just made his announcement on ESPN. Uh, and uh, commitment number 19, as I said, Buckeyes top-ranked class in the Big Ten. Moving on up, they're, they're up to number four in the nation right now, and uh, they only have 19 commitments. The next, you know, in, inside the top five, I think, Texas A&M has 27, Georgia has 26, Alabama has 24, and then Texas behind them, I think, has 25. So uh, it's a very small class at this point compared to everyone else, Zach, but it's still as good as anyone in the country. Yep, and I feel like we talked so long about Amari Abord, how it's like kind of a lukewarm commitment because it's not over yet. But if if they get Amari Abord and Hero Canoe, this is something I've written about a few times. It's going to be the best two-year stretch of defensive line recruiting in Ohio State's last decade plus since yeah. urban Meyer took over and we I, I the i like i said it's dangerous that they played the waiting game but it it looks like it's going to pay off in a massive way i mean you stack you stack amari abor uh caden curry Kenyatta jackson and hero canoe onto jt to a malow jack sawyer mike hall tyleek williams i mean that is an unbelievable yeah. eight-man hall over a two-year stretch and i think what's crazy and this will be the final thought Kenyatta Jackson committed, and people are, you know, he's really developed in the last few months into a major national prospect. Omari Abor is raw. That kid has a lot of upside, and if there's anyone who can get it out of him, it's Larry Johnson, and I think that's what he believes, and that's why he committed to Ohio State today. And um, you know, it's going to be fascinating to watch these next few weeks. So we'll keep uh, doing our best to update people on how that uh, process is going. But for now, Omari Abor's commitment number 19 in the class of 2022. Got about a month to hold on to him for Ohio State as Florida, Texas, and others are uh, continuing to swing. So that's that, Carpenter. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Talking Stuff brought to you by Buyers Auto. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.